Welcome to another special bonus episode of Mentors on the Mic podcast. If you haven't already, go ahead, subscribe to this podcast for interviews with the most incredible mentors in the entertainment industry, from showrunners to executive producers to network executives to directors, agents, casting directors, actors, you name it. And while you're at it, write a review. Give us five stars. It really makes a difference in the podcasting world. And also, I read every single one. I really, really appreciate anyone who's written a review. Thank you. We are so lucky today to have Kara Barnett back for an incredible topic-focused episode. As a reminder, I interviewed this mentor two years ago on Season 2, Episode 13. She is incredible, with a career starting as a casting associate producer on America's Next Top Model, attaching herself to companies and networks like Viacom, Discovery, CBS, BET, A&E, and OWN. We last saw her as creative manager of Strong Black Lead at Netflix. In addition to all of that, she gave a powerful TEDx talk on imposter syndrome. I highly recommend her interview and her TED talk, both which I will include in the show notes. Today, we are diving into a topic Kara came up with herself that I absolutely connect with called the brand of you rooting your identity in who you are and not what you do. She shares a little bit about her experience this last couple of years, including leaving Netflix, leaning on her supportive network, attending a retreat called Waking Hours, which helped shift her mindset on life and the time we have to do what we want to do in this world, the importance of positive self-talk in shaping her confidence and her sense of self, and more. All of this culminating in a main takeaway, which is we must root our identity in who we are, not what you do. While Kara is now a senior creative at Apple TV+, she now understands that she is so much more than the place she attaches herself to or her job title. She invests in the brand that is Kara Inc. And all of the places she works in just gives her more as a whole, as a brand, as a company, as herself. And it's a powerful message and a powerful bonus episode. And I encourage you guys to think of yourselves as your name, Inc., right? Your brand. I'm Michelle Inc. Let's get to it. Let's welcome back Kara Barnett. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to Mentors on the Mic podcast. Thanks for coming. Thanks for being here. I'm excited to talk to you again. Same. It's been a while. A lot has changed. It's been a couple years, which is crazy because it doesn't feel that way at all. Um, maybe it's also because I follow you on LinkedIn. So I feel like I get some updates here. I get some great posts, things that you share. Everyone should follow her on LinkedIn. But um, yeah, so what's been going on? What's the last couple of years look like for you? I mean, last time we spoke, I was starting out um, at Netflix, creative director for Strong Black Lead, the editorial channel there. That has been an amazing journey. The experience has been stellar. And since then, I have since moved to a new team. So I am now a senior creative at Apple TV+. Plus. Uh, I'm part of an amazing content and design team that creates content for the platform and the product. So I'm excited. Yeah, definitely still in the space of you know tech entertainment, but a different team. It's amazing what you do, and it's amazing what you continue to do. Um, but we're going to be talking something really, something really specific today that, like, we both really feel passionate about, and it's something that we've been seeing sort of in the midst of our worlds. And you kind of created this this 
this name for it that I really love, and it's the brand of you, which is also the title of this episode. So what does the brand of you mean, and where did you come up with this concept? Uh, so the brand of you is something I talk a lot about with my friends, mentors, mentees, and it really comes down to shifting our perspective on how we work, you know, the value we bring to our work and the value we get from our work. Because I think so often, um, and I speak for myself, I have worked consistently with different companies straight out of college. So from A&E to Top Model to, you know, BET to Netflix to Apple. So like there's been a, and there are many jobs in between there. There have been so many, there's been so much work involved that a lot of times we lose focus of the company that you really work for all your life is you. So Kara Inc. is the company that I have worked for all my life. And so every job I, every job I, I work at, every company I work at, every role I have really is an opportunity to learn something and enrich and enhance my skill set to make me a better creative for whatever team I'm a part of, but it's, it's really, and I've heard mentors of me really speak, like every job is on the job training. If, if you are picking the right careers and you're really looking for a job to challenge you, you're learning new things and you should always be life learners. We should always be looking for roles that really level up and really enhance us, really challenge us. And so for me, um, I consider Netflix an amazing place to be able to, to, to learn marketing, which is what I did at Netflix. I consider Apple world-class at design. So, you know, when I think about the educations I, I get from different companies, when I was at Viacom, I consider Viacom from a cultural touch point space, like learning how and how we speak to audiences, how we appeal, how we can make content that, that makes people emotional. That's something I learned working at Brand Creative at BET. And so, you know, when I think of the, all the different skills that Kira Inc. has learned in the time, that's really the brand of you that you're building out. And so, so often we derive so much identity out of, well, I'm Kira from this place. I'm Kira from that place. I'm Kira from BET. But ultimately, what you really want to do is think, okay, how am I enhancing the team I'm in? But how am I also enhancing my own skill set and my own company? So that as I move forward in my career, I'm always getting better and I'm always marketable. So that's the brand of you. And it ties a little bit into what happened last year with me. I, I, I like I said, I, could, I, I see it so clearly now, but I know that uh, last summer when I left Netflix, um, there was a time before I joined Apple where I really had to sit down and think about that because uh, when you have career pivots that are unexpected uh, and somebody like myself who really a lot of my identity was rooted in creating. Like a lot, you mean my Instagram name is created by Kira. I've always been, oh, Kara from Netflix, Kara from BET. And so a lot of times when you have these pivots and they're unexpected and you really are, the breaks go on, you're like, oh, okay, so I'm not creating. I have all this space and time. There's no deadline. There's no juggling of projects. There are no meetings. Who am I? What is my identity outside of that? And I challenge people to really tap into what is the brand of you if you're not connected to a name, if you're not connected to a job, if you're not the person that's the plug, who are you and what is that? And so I really had to spend a lot of time last year wrestling with that because I had really put a lot of identity and value in being aligned with a brand, being aligned with a job that I do really well. And um, it was it was a process. It definitely it, it challenged me. It, it caused me to really lean on friends and relationships that I didn't even know I had and people that I didn't know had my back showed up in ways that I didn't even expect. And it, you have to really, we talked about this a little bit, you and I, about the cracks let the light in, right? Where it's like, 
you kind of have to be in a space where you let people help you to really see who wants to help you. And you'd be surprised how many people, even in these layoffs right now, so many people want to help you. You just have to ask for help and be okay with people helping you. And so it's it's a lot. It's a process. That's so beautiful. (laughs) And, you know, it's actually, I was thinking while you were saying that, how relevant that is to the podcast that that I've created, Mentors on the Mic, in its entirety, because... Really, you know, I don't focus on the last job people work on, right? That's not the point of my podcast. When I when I ask people to be on the podcast, it, the the part that, you know, everyone thinks that, you know, like I feel like most people who are on my podcast, when they're asked to do interviews, a lot of it is the focus on the big thing they're doing now. My focus is, well, where'd you start? What was your next job? I want to hear about the next one, too, because all of that is a culmination of who you are. It's not about the one job that you're in right now. It's about all the different experiences that made you who you are today, that made you capable of getting to the place that you are now. Yeah. And I think, I mean, of course, the pandemic shifted a lot of us in terms of how we look at work-life balance. But I think even without that, I think as we look at what's happening right now in the tech space and the layoffs... Uh, you're seeing a lot of people wrestle with the fact that like, you know, I've spent 10 years at this company or I've, I've been doing this for so long. And really and truly, I think a lot of us do us align a lot of our value with being able to be successful and success does look like that corporate success, but you have to really realign what does success look like for me? Like I, I love my job. I love creating, but there's different kinds of creating. I have a film production company that I work on outside of my, my nine to five. I have an agency that works with like black and brown creators. And so you tap into what really matters to you. And, and it's, it's very fulfilling, but it's, it's, it's a process. It takes a while. I definitely, last year was a lot for me, for sure, <laughs> to get to that place of, of trusting myself. Yeah, I think it's really important. There's this one mentor on my podcast that I had, Jay Francis. He's the vice president of Disney Animation. Um, and he specifically for content and diversity and inclusion. And he was, I remember something he said, we were going through his career and he gets to the end and he said, you know, you know, those two businesses I told you about. And I was like, yeah, they sound great. He goes, I always thought of them as failures. I always categorize them as failures. But in going through the careers that I've had, like in going through the experiences that I've had, I realized that they I can't think of them as failures because I needed those jobs to to be at the one that I love right now. And I was just like, yes, you know, it's like we categorize things in our mind. It's our perspective. It's our mindset. We look at the negative. Sometimes we go, well, those jobs don't exist anymore. Those businesses that we created don't exist anymore. So that means something. And it doesn't. Right. It's still created you, Kara Inc. I love that. Kara Inc. is a culmination of all these things. We're not rooted in this one brand that that we've that we've aligned with ourselves. We're much more than that. And it allows you to have more that you can do right now that you have all these other things you're working on in addition to your your job, so to speak. They're all priorities for you. They're all you, you know, we talked about work life balance. How have you been able to balance all the things now on the other side of that? <laughs> so, yes, my uh, work-life balance to me, of course, like everyone always says, the boundaries, you make sure that you keep your healthy boundaries. Um, I work with a team that is very tapped into like making sure people have their space and their time and their balance. But also, I think it's important to just keep our priorities clear. Like, as I said before, you know, I, I know that part of my fulfillment of my legacy is 
really tapping into black and brown creators. So, you know, as much as I, I do my nine to five, I have to find time to also tap into that part of me because that's what kind of fills my tank and then allows me to be an even better creator at work. And so, yeah, you really have to just tap into the, the places that you love and the people that you love and work from there. Excellent. I also wanted to touch really quickly um, about imposter syndrome, because to me, when I think imposter syndrome, it's hard to not think of you because you've done this TED talk on it. We talked about it in the last episode, the last interview with you. So so can you talk a little bit about like, does that imposter syndrome just go away now that you have these tools that you've cultivated for yourself? Or do you still experience that? I think the important thing to understand and to remember is it's tied to success. Like imposter syndrome is something that, you know, when it in its fruition was kind of really researched with a woman that achieved high levels of success. And so when you think about how your career grows, it's not going to go away. The more success you have, it can grow with you. I'm not saying it has to, but in my personal experience, you know, I did my TED Talk in 2020. I did my TED Talk right before I went to Netflix. And so, you know, at that time, I was more so speaking about just being a corporate creative. I was working at Viacom and just being a Black woman and just sometimes feeling like, you know, sometimes you really have to like own your space. Working in tech, of course, is a very different space from network. Being a Black woman, I'm not, you know, I'm from another country. I have a whole other culture. So there's so many touch points that it can attach. For me though, I always liken it to climbing a tree. So if I'm at the root of the tree, I might be scared of tripping, but I'm not really scared of like the pain of that. That's a very small level of pain. The higher you climb in the tree, the higher, the, the more the fear of the pain and the failure is because now it's a, it's, a, it's a longer fall. So I liken it to that. Like it can sometimes be more you know, acute because now I'm on this bigger stage. Now there are more people that are aware of what I'm doing. So if I do fail, if I, if I do get called out, more people are aware of it. And so you just have to be very cognizant of like, well, what is the feeling I'm feeling? Is it that I am not able to do the job or is it that I have not yet shown up in this space or, you know, and very most of the time, it's not that you're incapable. It's not that you're not worthy of the position. It's just that you're just getting settled and you're just not comfortable yet. And I think that's the root of my touch up is like, be in the room. Even if you're scared, stay in the room. Don't, don't walk out. Don't, don't talk yourself out of the room. Be there. I'll be honest, like being black in tech, there are many times you may be the only one in the room, but you're there. And so I have to tell myself that quite a bit, <laughs> especially for those people who are going through layoffs right now. There's a lot of conversation about a lot of, um, men and women of color being laid off from different companies. And, you know, sometimes you'll have those moments of like, oh, okay, was I hired because of this? Am I not really as good as I thought I was if I'm this expendable? And I, I would say to those people like that is not at all what the case is. Like, this is not a personal thing. Like you really have to stay rooted in the fact that you are an amazing creative, you're an amazing force. The same way those people found you when they found you and, and put you in that position, you will be found again. So it, it's a constant battle. And I, I I, I really, my heart goes out to everybody who's, who deals with it, especially right now with these layoffs. Especially in this industry. Listen, I have a mentor that says, uh, it's not hard, it's new. Right? I it's not that. hard, it's just new. It's just new and we'll we'll figure it out. And it, and it kind of speaks to something when we were talking, we talked yesterday, and it's a lot to do with like, we can figure it out, right? All of our experiences have led us to be able to figure it out. There's a sense of trust that we want to build with ourselves, right? And and you kind of talked a little bit about knowing your core, right? And and knowing that like you have a strong sense of self, which you do. I always fig I always felt just talking to you how strong your sense <laughs> of self is. 
Um, do you feel like that's something you've had to cultivate or is it something that, yes. yeah, no problem. It's true. It's- I don't know if it's a cultural thing. I don't know if it's, I mean, you, you, you talk about it from an acting point of view of like, sometimes you are geared at looking for the things to fix, right? Cause you're always in fix mode. How can I tweak this to make the character better? Um, as a producer, um, I'm always in mode of like, okay, what, what are the holes I need to plug to make sure the shoot goes well? So I'm kind of always conditioned to like, look for the things that need to be fixed. The way other people see us is not the way we see ourselves. And I've talked to a slew, I have an amazing group of girlfriends. I was talking to a close friend last night and she's an amazing executive at a tech brand. I won't say, cause everybody will know who I'm talking about, but like even, even her, and she's like, yeah, I just feel small sometimes. And so you really have to be intentional with your self-talk and be intentional with like, I'm here for a reason. I am who I am. I, I bring something to this team that nobody else brings. There's, there's nobody like me in this space. So I'm going to show up as my full self and contribute. No, but, but it's important. And I think, I mean, we talked about this, that, that, that positive self-talk, it's almost like our body, our, our brains are naturally negative, right? Whether it's about other, other things, right? Like you're saying, your brain is programmed to fix things and prepare for things that may or may not happen, have the solution, right? We're looking for negative stuff in the world and we're looking for negative stuff in ourselves. And it's almost like we have to actively be positive about ourselves and actively look for stuff we're grateful and we're positive about. And that stuff kind of amplifies, it magnifies and it becomes true, but that, that forms actively like we have to actively form a positive view of ourselves and the world and it's hard man but we just keep going at it and there's there's really great resolutions from it yeah we're so much more than just one thing we do we're we're so much more you're you're a creator and you're a businesswoman and you're a daughter and a really good girlfriend and like you just just have so many things in your life outside of just one one yep. tagline, one brand are. that's attached to you. You're the brand exactly. of you. You're you. Okay, so what did you do last year to get to this place, right? To get to the place of forming the brand of you and that concept? I think once I just realized that like, okay, this is a new space for me. It, it's not this, like, there's, there's, not, there's nowhere to rush. There's nothing to do right now. So if you're just in your space with your own thoughts, what are you doing? And that's when I really started to hold in, okay, what makes you different? What makes you somebody that another team would, would, would be drawn to? And I really started to hone in. And, and as you go through the interview process with different places, I, I interviewed with a lot of different places, but like you really um, get used to talking about yourself. You, you get used to like hearing about your actors, which is, which is both exhausting, but also affirming. <laughs> and so like after a while, I was like, okay, how do I really speak about myself in a way that like makes me proud and makes me really marketable. And, and so as I was building the brand of me and starting to really like pull out the threads of like, okay, what makes me different? Everybody can say they make amazing content, but what, what kind of leader am I? What kind of team player am I? What kind of executive am I? How do I show up in spaces? And in, 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 I'm a global person, I'm not from America. How, how is that enhancing my skill set? How is Kara Inc. different from other Inks out there? And so I really was, I was, and I took time to also just tap in, like I said, to my, my friendships and my networks to really kind of, and my friends, I will say, like, I have friends like Beverly Andre, Daniel Cadet, just a couple names, uh, Dan Weiss, who have like poured into me, who like spent time, even like time where I was making portfolios for interviews and they would help me rehearse portfolios and help me, you know, go through presentations or even just affirming me in days when I thought like, this is it, I'm done. And they're like, no, you're amazing. So 
Um, I went on a retreat in Mexico with um, called Waking Hours, which is really about like how we use our time and the things and the, what, what's important to us and, and how we, the whole concept is that everybody lives about 80 years. That's the average uh, lifespan. And so if you calculate that into weeks, it's really daunting when you think of, oh, I only have this many weeks left. And so when you think about just the hours in the day and your waking hours are when you set your intention. So it was a really eye-opening retreat for this thinking about starting my agency. But then most, I was reading amazing books uh, and a book that I love is Shine Bright by Daniel Smith. Uh, my friend, Daniel Cadet, uh, she's a close friend of hers. And there's a passage at the end of the outro which talks about all the things that black women do from, from being executives to mothering, to auntieing, to giving flowers, to receiving flowers, to working out, to doing squats. And it's just this long list of things that we do. And the whole thought of it is that we, we work and we, we, we do and we, and we, we thrive and we succeed because at the core of it, there's a fear of being forgotten. There's a fear that if I'm not achieving something, if I'm not doing something, then I cease to exist for a lot of people. And that really, wrecked me in that space, but also just really it put into words what a lot of my fear was like, if I'm not creating, how will people remember? How will people know that I'm doing things? And I got more out of the rest I got last year as a creator than I could ever have done in creating. And so I, th I challenge people now who have that space and time to rest or to reflect or figure out what you really want to do. Now that you have that time, you don't have to rush to do anything we will not forget you. Take your time and figure out who you are and really build a brand of you. You will not be forgotten. Oh, that's the best advice ever. Oh, I love that. I'm getting a little emotional, but you're absolutely right. It's like forming. It's, it's, I think, I think specifically there's so many people like us who are just overachievers, who are go-getters, who do, who do well, who keep going at it, mm -hmm. who keep trying to find something else to like do to occupy our time and to give of ourselves. And sometimes a lot of it is just about, it's just about us. It's about coming back to who we are, working that out within ourselves and then going back out there, right? Creating this brand yeah. for yourself, creating, like you said, Kara Inc., checking back in, having other people support you and, and reflect to you the things that maybe you don't know about yourself yet. And then coming across now as a stronger brand, as a stronger person, as a strong whole to then, and this is, by the way, like so applicable for like dating too, right? I think, I, like, you know, we always talk about how like, you know, f going to interviews is like going on dates. We always say like going on to auditions as actors is like going on dates, all like dating because we're all just bringing ourselves as like as a whole, right? It's always like that. But you want to go into these things instead of being like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go into it. I'm going to I have like this strong idea mm -hmm. of like how this is going to go. And instead just be like, well, this is who I am. You know, I, I have a very strong idea of who I am, but taking the time to creating that before you do, 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 do. Oh, Michelle. And you said something <laughs> that I, I wanted to reiterate and uh, I wanted it to aim to get to a place that if anything shifts, it won't shift you. Those are your okay. words. I'm quoting yeah. you. Right. Aim to get to a place that if anything shifts, it won't shift you because things in life happen. Right. You know, things that we're seeing all of it, like you said on LinkedIn, I just saw a post earlier today about a friend of a friend who, you know, lost her job unexpectedly. And it's like she's like spending the last couple of months working at it and creating this, you know, new thing for herself and, and, and going on interviews and stuff. But we 
things like this happen, right? Like things in life are unexpected. It can't all go smoothly all the time. Things are going to come to us. Things are going to happen. But what we want to get to a place, it's not going to shift us. And in order to do that, we got to check in with ourselves. We got to get to know ourselves. We got to check in with other people and what they love about us and let that fill in the like entire image of Michelle Inc. Come on, Michelle Inc. Inc. I love that. I'm going to use that from now on. Michelle Inc. is a thing now. I will say, this is our second time almost crying on this podcast. I know. I know. I know. My God, help me. As a quick add-on, and just because I feel this so deeply, to those people who are figuring out who they are outside of their jobs, what you know, of going through a transitional pivot, I would say it's okay also to feel the feelings. Like I think a lot of us are also so caught up and looking like we're okay and oh I, I know what I'm doing it's okay to not know what you're doing it's okay to, to have an emotion I had emotions but it happened to me and I think that you take your time and you when you're ready to come back out and talk and, and, and look and hunt but don't succumb to the pressure like I said of feeling like I gotta get back into it because once again no one's gonna forget you if you take your time Oof, take your time amazing and you also I will say I will add on your LinkedIn you pointed this out that you have a post um, yes. That's all about like, like tips for like how to reach out to people who are going through maybe a hard time. And some of it might just be like, you don't, you know, like these are these are nice ways to approach this because they might not be ready to find mm-hmm. a new job right away. So although your offer is beautiful and well-intentioned, well-intended, but like, you know, just just be there for what they, where they need right now. Yeah, that's it. Sometimes sometimes they want to joke. Sometimes they want to just cry and vent. Sometimes they want to go to lunch and not talk about it at all. And so just what do you mean? Oh, excellent. Thank you so much for touching on this. I think this is such an important topic. We're seeing it more and more within our our groups of friends and people. And it's there's there's light on the other side. It's all going to be good. It might be for the best. Mm -hmm. It's going to be and and I love that you know where you are now. You're just you're taking all the stuff, all the experiences you've had before you. You're putting it into who you are now, um, but you're not attaching any of it because you're so much more than just what you do. I am. I, I, it makes me a better team member where I am. I'm, I'm enjoying my job a lot. I am and learning so much and really challenging myself. And so I think that's important. It's like I'm a better creative mm. for it. So I'm, I'm very happy with what Thank I've you been so doing. much for coming Michelle. on and talking about this. I really appreciate it. Of course. I don't talk about this a lot with anybody. So you're, you're special. So thank you for having me. Oh, I feel really honored. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to Mentors on the Mic. If you enjoyed the episode, please share it with a friend in entertainment you know would love it. Let me know what you've learned or what stayed with you on our Instagram at Mentors on the Mic. I love reading your messages. Uh, you can also find me at, at Michelle Simone Miller on Instagram. On both accounts, I'll be sharing even more information about our mentors. Talk to someone about what you learned today who would really appreciate it and send them the episode. Also, if you love the show, please go ahead and leave us a rating and review on iTunes. It really makes a huge difference in growing this. It makes it easier for people to find our podcast, and I love reading your reviews. So thank you so much, and I'll see you next week.